If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the RDF Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. RestoringTheFaith.com You ever heard that phrase, a conflict of interest? Conflict of interest is when somebody doesn't have your best interest at heart. They have their own best interest at heart. That's exactly what's happening with Anthony Fauci that they're trying to cut loose with the strategic release of his emails revealing a whole lot of things. What's really interesting is if you survey the landscape of how the media of various varieties are covering the release of these emails, one can't help but conclude that there's something fishy about this whole thing. There's just something that doesn't seem on the up and up. I mean, you get your standard red versus blue. You read Fox, you read MSNBC, CNN. You get your standard fare, left versus right, blue versus red, up versus down, Democrat versus Republican. You get your standard fare stuff. But when you actually kind of dig and read some of the source emails, here's, here's what they reveal. You have a 50-plus-year government official who has worked for six different presidents who was directly involved in allocating funds to the Wuhan lab. He was directly involved in authorizing so-called gain-of-function research. He was a big proponent of of gain-of-function. What is gain-of-function? Enhancing the contagiousness of coronavirus. So you have Anthony Fauci on record in email saying that he wants to advance the contagiousness of coronavirus. This is the same man who in 2017 foretold that Donald J. Trump would have to face a global pandemic. He said it. He said President Trump will almost certainly face a global pandemic. This is the same man who holds the patents 
to SARS-CoV-2, coronavirus, the novel COVID-19, coronavirus. Now, the fact that he was granted a U.S. patent on this virus can only mean one of two things. Somebody has broken the law. Somebody has committed a criminal act. Either the U.S. Patent Office has committed a criminal act or Anthony Fauci has committed a criminal act because one of those two is lying. Here's why I say that. You cannot hold a patent on a naturally occurring strain of DNA, on a naturally occurring organism. You can't patent a bird. You can't patent a dog. But he was granted a patent. So either the U.S. Patent Office messed this up, they broke the law and gave Anthony Fauci a patent on a naturally occurring pathogen or it's not a naturally occurring pathogen it's something created in the Wuhan lab it's something that he directly funded that he oversaw that he wrote about that he encouraged in fact he was directly involved in making it more and more and more contagious that might explain why he could receive a patent for the novel coronavirus COVID-1984 That one seems to make more sense than some guy at the patent office messing up and saying, oh, yes, we're going to grant a patent to the common cold. We're going to let you patent the flu. No, I don't think that that's what happened. I don't think anybody screwed up and said, we're going to grant you a patent to the flu. I think Fauci submitted in his secret documents that this ain't no flu. This is not a naturally occurring pathogen. So this very same government official, the, the definition of the deep state, right? If, if this guy is not, does not embody what it means to be the deep state, then I don't even know what that term means. 50 years, six administrations, thinks he's above the law, thinks he can outlast, outlive any president. Funded the Wuhan lab supervised it, proponent of gain of function, foretold a Trump pandemic, patented SARS-CoV-1984. Oh, but it even gets better. It gets better. His family is invested in vaccines. His family is invested in the spread of of vaccines, the wide usage of vaccines. Okay, so he creates a problem that he can solve and profit from? Are we just talking about petty thuggery at this point? Is that what we're witnessing? Do we really think that it's as clear and simple as Dr. Anthony Fauci inventing a global pandemic that he himself can solve and profit from? No, 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 no. That's the first layer of this thing. That is a simplistic view of how this went down. The fact that Anthony Fauci is managing this global health crisis, so-called, 
I like to call it a pandemic. And since this is exclusive content for my podcast only listeners, this can never go on YouTube. I'll just call it a pandemic. That's what it is. It's a fake virus, it's a fake pandemic. So, what they want us to believe, what they want to pacify us with is this narrative. The narrative that you have this Dr. Evil lurking like a little five foot two cretin in the shallow waters of the deep state, the swamp that was never drained. Inventing a virus, patenting it himself, releasing it upon the public, and then profiting from it, both personally and reputationally, by being the man to clean it up, as well as financially, by being the man who brings forth the warp speed vaccine. That's what they want us to believe, and that's why today... They have strategically released his emails. It's not a random occurrence. There is nothing random with respect to the deep state. There is nothing random with respect to the New World Order. Every one of their moves is calculated, planned, and executed. They are guided by a higher intelligence than mere men involved in a conspiracy. So when the deep state releases this onslaught of emails, thousands of emails come out from the little Fouchmeister, and they prove in writing, in black and white, very interesting things. Like, for example, here's an excerpt from one of his emails, quote, Sylvia Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infections to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not effective in keeping out virus which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keep keeping out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is better spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. This email was sent on Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. Coronavirus was born on the same day that the Pachamama idol was venerated in Rome. It was released upon the Italian people as a wrath of Almighty God. It's part of Almighty God's wrath. And in conjunction with the Jubilee year, 50th anniversary of the Novus Ordo Mass. Wherever the church goes, so goes the world. Coronavirus was released upon us demonically through the actions of men like Anthony Fauci who invented it in a Wuhan lab. That's why tornadoes just tore through Wuhan two weeks ago to destroy the crime scene. I'm not making this up. I'm not inventing this. Tornadoes were ripping through the city of Wuhan two weeks ago. I covered this on the rundown. 
That's what you do when you want to destroy a crime scene. For example, Sandy Hook. What did they do to Sandy Hook? They bulldozed it. They raised the entire thing to the ground, to ashes. They started over. That's what you do when you are trying to cover your tracks and eliminate a crime scene, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. That's not a normal response. In all times in all human history, when there has been a tragedy or a crime committed, you don't burn down the house. Now, you might bless it. You might throw some holy water on it. You might ask a priest to exercise it. But it is a sign of somebody who is guilty when they tried to destroy the crime scene. So when tornadoes are ripping through Wuhan, one can only imagine why that would be. And here we have on the 20th of February, 2020, a couple months into the pandemic, the pandemic that Anthony Fauci engineered, knew about, authorized, and foretold in public. He's telling people in writing, you don't need to wear a mask because viruses are too small. Cloth masks don't stop virus. Anthony Fauci said so. Pope Fauci, the little Fauchmeister. So this is what they want you to read. This is what they want you to get spun up on. So predictably, when you go to places like Fox News, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, even when you go to Breitbart, even when you go to Alex Jones, It continues, this right versus left, red versus blue. Theater. It's theater. I believe that they released these emails strategically so that everybody gets what they want out of it. If you're on the left... You are reading thousands of emails that are so sympathetic to how hardworking Fauci is. There was one in which he says, I'm working the same hours as when I was working in my residency, and it's just because the patients are so sick. You can, you can extrapolate from that. You can project your own image of the little Fauci as a hardworking civil servant dedicated to public health, Truth, justice, and apple pie. If you're, on the, if you're on the right, you can read into these emails written confirmation that he was controlling gain of function, gain of function, enhanced contagiousness for coronavirus, and that he wanted that studied in the Wuhan lab. You wanted to piece together this Dr. Evil premise? You certainly could. It's all there. So I think that this strategic release of emails is meant to paralyze people. It's meant to pin them down in this false right versus left paradigm. Meanwhile, it takes your eyes off the ball. It takes your eyes off the ball. 
I think we need to zoom out a little bit and talk about the psychology of what's happening here. Because what is happening is Stockholm Syndrome. Our captors, our captors who oppressed us so brutally for the last 18 months, are now granting us a short reprieve. It is, from our point of view, a much-needed but semi-random act of mercy. And those much-needed and semi-random acts of mercy are precisely what cause the captives to fall in love with their captors when you cultivate the psychosis of Stockholm Syndrome. So the long brutality, the 18 months of brutality, which have largely come to an end across the land, are now being hailed in this act of mercy as victory. You can almost imagine Joe Biden standing on an aircraft carrier with a huge... Mission accomplished sign behind him. You can almost see him doing that. But that would be too obvious, too cheesy. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work for what we're trying to accomplish here. If you are, when I say are, you're part of the uh, the cabal. No, that, that won't do. The mission accomplished banner is so 2003. We need something a little more up-to-date. So what is their end goal? Well, we know what their end goal is. It's a global communist revolution. It's a global communist takeover. Communists have gotten smart. They know that they cannot implement their wicked ideology merely through blood in the streets. Yes, there will be some blood in the streets. There already has been. It's called Black Lives Matter and Antifa. But these are just the foot soldiers. These are just the people doing the distracting. Giving us the narrative that we really want, which satisfies our preconceived right versus left false paradigm notions, of how this world really works, serves merely to distract us in the comforts of the paradigms that we have already come to accept so that we don't really question the world that we live in or how it works or who runs what. Giving us Fauci's emails pins us down in political theater, which is truly a waste of time and a waste of energy. The fans of Restoring the Faith all know where I stand on this. My politics can be summed up very simply. Viva Cristo Rey. Viva Cristo Rey. Those are my politics. And so when I look at the theater that we have with stolen elections, ballot boxes controlled by off-site servers in Europe, 
data packets running around. Ballots dumped at 3 in the morning. So obviously, so obviously in plain sight that anyone can see it. An election that was so obviously stolen, it's almost comical. It's as if they wanted you to see what they did. It's as if they were bragging about what they did. It is as if it was a strategic release of information, a peek behind the curtain, as it were, to prepare the the citizenry for the end of this charade of freedom. It is as if they know that people are ultimately going to wake up and they want to wake you up in a certain way. They want to be the ones to wake you up to the realities and control the narrative and weaponize fear. It's exactly what this pandemic was. It was a, it was a broad-scale tectonic shift in power to the elites from the people. It is a global war on the people between the haves and the have-nots. And instead of firing bullets at us, they fired talking points. They stoked people's fears They convinced them that they would kill grandma if they even went outside because an omnipresent virus lurking everywhere could be floating in the air right in front of you. Clutch your pearls and most of all, wear your face sacramentals. Even if you're walking your dog alone on the sidewalk with nobody around you, you'd better wear your mask because the virus is omnipresent. Meanwhile, governments grow, currencies debase, resources disappear, commodities rise, inflation out of control, building products hard to get, food shortages rampant, universal basic income in the form of hush money signed by Trump, signed by Biden, doesn't matter, direct deposited into your bank account. Direct deposited. Tens of millions of Americans woke up one day and they had been bought. They have been bought by both sides. So the virus accomplishes a lot of things, but the Stockholm Syndrome is not complete. It's not done. It's not solidified. It's not made permanent. Because we're just in the random act of mercy phase. So what comes next? They have to yank the chain. They have to jerk you back into the torment that they've been putting you through so that it recalibrates how you see reality. It makes it normal. It normalizes it. They have to normalize brutality. They have to normalize tyranny. And they can't do that merely by having a 
an endless forever stretch of tyranny because people wouldn't accept that. So they have to yo-yo us back and forth, back and forth, rolling lockdowns. Lockdown every summer, every fall, every winter. Periodic lockdowns with random acts of mercy. But here's a more cynical version of what's going to happen, and this is something I was talking to Father Dave Nix about, and you can listen to that interview on YouTube. It's, I think it's one of the best interviews that I've been able to do. Father Nix sees this exactly for what it is. I'm very grateful that he joined Restoring the Faith for that interview, and I look forward to having him back. He alluded to something using YouTube safe words, not trying to get banned and not trying to get kicked. He alluded to the fact that the people who are dumb enough to take the warp speed vaccines, the warp speed, first of all, how does that, how does that phrase even inspire any confidence in anybody? Warp speed. Hey, I'd like to inject a substance into your body. I developed it at warp speed. Rapid development. Skipped clinical testing whatsoever. You're the guinea pig. How does that sound? Oh, you don't like that? What if I give you a Krispy Kreme donut? Oh, that's not good enough either. How about I make the shot free? Oh, we're still not there. How about I enter you to win millions of dollars in the state lottery if you take this vaccine? Oh, and by the way, if you take it, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. You don't have to social distance anymore. Good news. If you take this shot, your life improves. The tyranny for you is over. And you get a donut out of it. It's a good deal. That's a good deal, dumb American. That is a good deal. If you are dumb enough to take it. You know, nobody teaches anymore. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch. And there's no such thing as a free shot. There's no such thing as a free inoculation. There's no such thing as a free vaccine. You should have learned long ago, ladies and gentlemen, that if something is free, then you're the product. Think about this. With respect to Facebook, Facebook is free. It's free to use. What a wonderful platform. It's so great. It's free. Is it free? Because I'm pretty sure you're the product. You are giving all of your personal information, your likes, your wants, your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, your shopping habits, your clicking. You're giving that away for free. You are the product. That's being sold and monetized. You're being advertised to. You're being put on lists. You're being watched. If something is free, you're the product. So what do you suppose is happening here with the vaccines? The vaccines are free. They're free. That must mean that you're the product. You are the commodity. 
Moderna was handed billions of dollars. Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, billions of dollars by the Health and Human Services Department under the Donald J. Trump administration, 45th President of the United States. And these biotech companies were told, you're indemnified. If there are any side effects whatsoever, if anything that you develop, if these things hurt a single person, you are protected. There's no downside risk. The only, the only thing that you bear is the upside. It's the upside. You can make as much profit as possible off of the billions of vaccines that are going to be shipped around the world from the billions of dollars that we're going to give you, and if anybody drops dead, we'll cover them, not you. That sounds like a pretty good deal, doesn't it? Does that sound like a good deal? Does that sound like something free? Does that sound like a free lunch? If something is free, you're the product. There is no such thing as free. There is no free lunch. There is no free warp speed development dollars. There is no free emergency use authorization. There is no free COVID-1984 jab. And there is no free Krispy Kreme donut for injecting a weapon into your body. So as Father Nix was alluding to using words that were safe for YouTube, but I think I can extrapolate them here a little bit more on the audio only podcast restoring the faith something very dark is coming our way and this relates to the stockholm syndrome i was talking about we're going into a dark winter we know that this is going to happen the only question is how they're going to couch it are they going to blame the anti-vaxxers for the fact that a new variant perhaps also developed by the wuhan lab suddenly comes into existence and is released around the world and spreads rapidly, like viruses do. Is there going to be a mass casualty event, a truly mass weapon of mass destruction wrought by the fact that the mRNA vaccine has destroyed the immune system for anything resembling the coronavirus or any of its variants in those people who were stupid enough to take that vaccine. So when a variant comes around, which it will, and it has been, and it does, it's what viruses do, is this a mass extermination campaign to get rid of those people who took the mRNA vaccines? You're shedding the spike protein. Your body literally can't stop, can't turn it off. We don't know how to stop your body from shedding the, the spike protein. What we do know is that if that particular spike protein doesn't work against that particular COVID-1984 variant, then you're defenseless. You will die of the virus. So when these so-called breakthrough cases happen and people go to hospitals when they need ventilators, we need more ventilators in New York. 
Remember when Andrew Cuomo, he needed 40,000 ventilators and then he got 4,000 and he didn't even use them. But we're going to need those. We're going to need the USS Hope. USS Mercy. We're going to need to park some ships off the coasts of the eastern seaboard. Because when the variant hits the vaccinated and they can't fight because their immune system is compromised, that could be a bad deal. Either of these possibilities, I think, are not unthinkable. I know they sound really gruesome. I know it sounds really weird to say this. And so few of our churchmen are saying it. So few of our clergy are awake to it. How many bishops in the United States are even willing to stand against the corona hoax? Against the COVID religion? Almost none come to mind. A couple have made some statements to the effect of, we need to get back to church. We need to get back to having Mass. What happened to these Vatican II people, the source and summit? They say that the, the Holy Sacrament is the source and summit, and yet they've forced their flock to be without the source and summit, so-called, the alleged source and summit, of their lives for a year. You've been dispensed. You don't have to come. In fact, it's locked down. In fact, I don't even want you there. So, yeah, so, so so few churchmen do see this for what it is, do see these either of these two possibilities that I've laid out for you, but Father Dave Nix sees these possibilities pretty clearly, and he talked about them on my interview with him on Saturday night. You can find it on YouTube before it gets struck down, like my interview with Pam Acker recently did. Struck down, it's gone. This psychology of Stockholm Syndrome, they need more bad news, they need more fear, they need more tyranny, because they can't just be nice to us. They need for us to fall in love with them. We need to adore our captors. That's the ultimate goal. That is communism. That is how you implement it in a bloodless way. So, for us to fall in love with them, they need another virus, they need another event, they need another bio-terrorist event, mass casualty, planned demic global health crisis, whatever you'd like to call it. Anything that implements the World Economic Forum's Fourth Industrial Revolution where people don't live in rural areas, they live crowded, scared, in big cities. They don't reproduce. They work slave jobs, wage slave jobs, learn to code, live in a pod, eat bugs, own nothing, you'll be happy. You drive for rideshare, deliver your food, 
You no longer go to the grocery store. You become detached from your families. The nuclear family is broken up and destroyed. That's a stated goal of Black Lives Matter. They want people to be ashamed of themselves, ashamed of their heritage, ashamed of their nation, ashamed of their history. They want to sever ties, any ties with our history that they can, any ties with any tradition that they can, topple buildings, rename schools, destroy monuments, whitewash history. It's a tabula rasa event. Reset, reset, reset. Build back better. They want to build back better your understanding of history. They want to build back better your sense of identity. Being. Being. Is the heart of what is at stake here. Identity, being, existence. Being is under attack. Being itself is an extremist ideology now. If you believe that a thing exists in itself and has a being, that it has an identity you're already an extremist. These people don't even believe in being. It's the ultimate offensive on reality. It's a war on reality. If you say you are a man, that is your identity. You have a being. That is your being. You're an extremist. How can you say that that person is a man? Tomorrow that person might not be a man. It might be something else. So all of this is designed to build all of these things back, quote-unquote, better. And the way that they get you to accept the World Economic Forum's Agenda 2030, the way that they get you to accept it, is through Stockholm Syndrome, in other words, incremental changes, alterations to how you view reality, and they do that step-by-step step, systematically by bludgeoning you and then delighting you, and then bludgeoning you and then delighting you. And at the end of it, you don't even know which way is up. And the only thing that we can cling to, especially now in this month of June the only thing that we can cling to is the one true faith, and specifically, especially, the sacred heart of our Lord. That is the only thing that can anchor us and that can orient us. It will lift our eyes to heaven. It will give us clarity. It will fill us with the courage to reject the New World Order agenda. Sacred Heart of Jesus. Tonight starts the nine-day novena. We're nine days out from the splendid feast, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 
I've got a lot of content out on the channel about the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the basic blocking and tackling of what it is, how to do the consecration in your home, how to enthrone the image or the statue, to enthrone the Sacred Heart in your home, and all the promises associated with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. True devotion to it dates back to Gertrude the Great and even earlier than that. This is the true divine mercy. This is the only divine mercy there is. Devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. That is the only thing that will help anchor us in this time of confusion, of apostasy, of weakness, of spinelessness, of negligence. By the so-called princes of the church who were charged with leading us to heaven, but who are so hapless they can't even figure out how to dress themselves. The Sacred Heart of Jesus is a place of refuge. We can take refuge in the Sacred Heart. Our Lord encourages us to, to rest our heads against his breasts and to bathe in the love of his Sacred Heart and to make reparations for the blasphemies for the profanations, and for all the pains that his sacred heart suffers because of us, each and every one of us, because of me, because of you, because of our hierarchy. Novena starts tonight, nine days. If you're listening to this and it's two days old, three days old, the podcast is four days old, five days old, catch up on the novena. doesn't matter if you start late, start the novena when you can. Catch up, stay up to date with it. And check out the other content I have about the Sacred Heart. Just search on YouTube for Sacred Heart of Jesus Restoring the Faith or RTF, Restoring the Faith Sacred Heart on YouTube. You're going to see some stuff that, you know, honestly, the other... Some of the other guys really just don't spend the time to talk about. They just don't. I don't know why they don't talk about the history of the Sacred Heart. Because it doesn't get the clicks. I know. I get it. It doesn't get the clicks. But we need those clicks on that kind of stuff much more than we need clicks on the sensational stuff. So maybe 2021 can be the year that we all enthrone the image if we haven't develop a true relationship with our Lord and His Sacred Heart and a devotion to this splendid, splendid gift. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. You're listening to the Podcast. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com